Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Theorem by Rayla Hyde. A short story from League of Legends. Read to you by Prestige Edition. Featuring the voice of the Sweet Sniper. Oriana walked through the fairground, empty and still in the evening gloom. Sir Festerly's fantastical fair opened its gates to delighted crowds of Zonites, but twice a year, and Oriana did not want to miss her chance to see its wonders. She had waited until everyone had left for the day, and the rowdy laughter and accordion tunes had fallen silent. Only the low hum of nearby pipelines pumping steam through the chem district disturbed the quiet. Detritus lay strewn along the ground, colorful streamers and bright balloons mingling with crumpled wax paper that once held sweet jam pastries. Oriana's clockwork ball hovered beside her as she passed a stall overflowing with roses, which, according to a sign, smelled like each day of the week. She walked by a wind-up monkey holding a pair of cymbals and a cart laden with sugared apples. None of these zon-born delights piqued her interest. Oriana had eyes only for a glass cabinet tucked into a secluded corner at the far edge of the grounds. A glimmering wink of metal flashed in the moonlight. It came from the mechanical boy sitting behind the glass. Oriana had seen nothing like him and drew closer, intrigued. He was clad in a midnight blue suit and a silk hat. His skin was a shell of pure porcelain that masked the delicate clockwork gears below, and his eyes shone with glints of silver thread. As Oriana approached him, his lips rearranged into a smile. Can you keep a secret? The boy said. His voice reminded Oriana of softly chiming bells. Hello, she said. Of course. Let's say we make a trade. My secret for your name. That seems fair. I am called Oriana. Oriana, he repeated. Such soft sounds. Oriana could have sworn his porcelain cheeks blushed. I suppose it's my turn. My name is Fierum. My secret is that I fear the outside world, though I long to see distant shores and far-off mountains. 
mountains. Is that why you live in a cabinet? She asked. Because you are afraid? From here, the world visits me, said Fiorum. Behind the glass, I am safe. I'm very fragile, you see. He pointed to a hairline fracture on his forearm. There it is. I'm getting old. Fiorum's mouth opened into a lopsided grin. Oriana giggled and shrugged her shoulders, a gesture she had recently acquired, though she wasn't quite sure if she had used it correctly. Oh, oh you haven't seen my tricks yet, said Fiorum. He reached into his sleeve and produced a bouquet of daisies with a flourish. He exclaimed. And? Fierum removed his hat and dipped his head in a nod. A half dozen mechanical pigeons fluttered from beneath the brim. He brought his hands together in a clap, and the entire cabinet filled with opaque red smoke. By the time it dissipated a few seconds later, the pigeons were gone. Oriana applauded in delight. The ball whirred impressed. Wonderful, she exclaimed. Like magic. And that wasn't even my best execution. Fumbled my sleeve a bit, he admitted, folding his hands. But small miracles are my specialty, like you finding your way to me. In this great city, you above all others. You winked at me, said Oriana. Why? We are kindred spirits, you and I, but you already knew that, said Fierum. It's why you're here, isn't it? He shuffled his feet. Oriana marveled at the subtlety of his movement. It is just that I have never seen another like you, she said. I'm one of a kind, aren't I? Same as you, said Fierum. He gestured toward her mechanical frame and winked again. Oriana smiled. Fierum leaned in against the glass. Your smile is... Fabricated? She said. Yes, I am still mastering certain expressions. Beautiful, said Fierum. Well, now, you are going to make me blush. Oriana's ball, hovering at her left shoulder, nudged her gently. Not now, she told the ball. She lifted the mechanical monkey from its stall nearby and turned its key. It scuttled about the floor, eyes lit with a red glow, clashing its cymbals together at every third step before slowing to a halt. You are not like him, are you, Fierum? All wound up 
at the turn of a key, she said. You have a mind. You have thoughts. I may be comprised of corks and wheels, but I have dreams like anyone. I know you dream of leaving this place. Surely you are lonely behind this glass. Come with me. We could leave now, together, Oriana said. Leave? Theorem's expression fell. I'm afraid I don't know what you mean. You have no doubt listened to the restless bustle of Zon, or heard of the grand marvels in Piltover, Oriana asked. Theorem cocked his head. I like to ride the rising howl at dusk to catch the last of the day's golden rays, Oriana said. From the very top, you can see the harbor beyond the sea gates and the endless glistening ocean. From up there, you can imagine the smell of faraway lands. Oriana's ball whirred as it spun in the air and nudged her again. I suppose now is as good a time as any, she said. Fierum, would you like to see the world? We could leave together right now. I can protect you. I can't think of anything more wonderful, he said. Oriana circled the glass cabinet in search of an opening. An iron padlock secured a small door at its base. She raised a fist and brought it down upon the lock, smashing it open. A watchman approached them. Hey! Stop that! With a glance from Oriana, the ball shot toward the watchman. It clanged upon impact with his helmet, then hovered in the air as if waiting for a command. Oriana nodded, and the ball radiated waves of coruscating power. Caught in the energy flux, the watchman raised his baton and bashed it into the ball, which spun in midair before returning to his target. A second watchman ran toward Oriana. She tried to pull Fierum through the door, but his chair jammed in the opening. Fierum, can you repeat your trick? The ball reverberated with energy as it whirled around the first watchman. His metal helmet fizzled with sparks. My tricks! Fierum reached into his sleeve and pulled out the bouquet as Oriana spun away from the watchman. No, the other one. Fierum replaced his bouquet. The very last trick, she said. Quickly! The mechanical boy drew the bouquet from his sleeve once more. Oriana spun toward the watchman, her metal dress fanning out in a flurry of sharp blades, until the man backed away, baton raised. Get away from him, you, said the watchman. That's our property you're tampering with. From here, the world visits me, Fierum said. He tipped his hat, and pigeons poured out. The watchman aimed his baton at Oriana's head, and she ducked 
just as Fierum clapped. The baton shattered the side of the glass cabinet, and crimson smoke poured from the opening, obscuring all movement. The first watchman had responded to the ball's galvanic attacks with rageful abandon, throwing all his weight into every punch. The ball was relentless, however, and shot a final blast of energy toward his helmet, and the watchman fell down, unconscious. Whirring in satisfaction, the ball flew to Oriana. It unleashed voltaic waves toward the second watchman, rendering him motionless. Oriana stepped into the smoke-filled cabinet. She lifted the mechanical boy from his chair, but his legs would not flex to stand. Fierum, Fierum, we must leave. Leave? I'm afraid I don't know what you mean. A pair of metallic pigeons flew through the broken glass, but dropped to the ground a few feet from the door. Fierum, stand up so we can go, Oriana said, her face falling. Please. Oh, you haven't seen my tricks yet. He pulled the bouquet from his sleeve. Oriana ignored Fierum's attempt to tip his hat and dragged him, still fixed in a seated posture, from the glass enclosure. Outside, her ball had cornered the second watchman, who had collapsed in a buzzing heap. And that wasn't even my best execution. Fumbled my sleeve a bit, said Fierum. You are not. Your voice is repeating, Oriana said. His head lolled back awkwardly, and she held it upright. My secret is that I fear the outside world, he said. Oriana noticed the embroidery lining his jacket. Sir Festerly's fantastical fair, friendly Fierum. He was nothing more than a simple automaton, a spectacle for the crowds. I was certain you had a mind, had thoughts, like me, she said. Fierum looked up at her with eyes that glinted with silver. I'm one of a kind, aren't I? He shuffled his feet nervously, though they were in midair. Same as you. The ball returned to Oriana and word gently. We should go, she whispered. She set Fierum back upon his chair, which she placed just outside the shattered glass cabinet. I wish you well. Small miracles are my specialty, he said. Like you finding your way to me. Goodbye, Fierum said Oriana softly. The two watchmen lay unconscious on the ground. The ball hovered at her side as she walked away. She did not look back until she was clear of the park's towering gates. As she turned, she thought she saw a glint of metal 
winking in the distance. I'd like to thank The Sweet Sniper for this week's collaboration. You can find me at twitch.tv slash thesweetsniper. All credit for these stories goes to Riot Games and League of Legends. Full details can be found in the video description. If you enjoyed this production, please hit like and subscribe. There's a lot more coming.